Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy pod driven by listener inputs. Pete Z here with you, my title, executive prompt engineer. If you're new to the show, the way it works is people send me funny stuff, and I run it through a proprietary series of algorithms, and then we hit record. Five. The. The Fives this week is Reasons to Wear Sweatpants Every Day by Steroid Era Stud, the Forearm Freak. (laughs) Okay, now just be patient here. We'll get to the AI piece of this thing, but we have to do the Fives. Number one reason to wear sweatpants every day, comfort. To do your best, you need to feel your best, which begins by wearing the same clothing your father wore to lovingly groom the family livestock. (laughs) Oh, my God. Back away slowly from this steroid stud guy. Second reason to wear sweatpants, security. Hitch up those sweats. Tuck in that shirt, mister. Now cinch up that drawstring. There's no way you're getting pantsed today. You know, and pantsing people is never good. You know, at any age, I don't care. It's like the most low-rent form of physical comedy you can do. You know, you don't see people getting pantsed in movies. You see it from amateurs. Fucking amateurs. Third reason to wear sweatpants every day. Benefits. Put on the sweatpants and lace up a pair of in-stride Newport strap orthopedic shoes. You may only be 37 years old, but today you're getting the senior discount at five below. <laughs> okay, well, don't, de- de- don't denigrate it. The discount, if I'm going to get the 25%, I'll gladly uh, strap on the uh, knee-high compression socks and put on some orthopedic shoes here at the PZ residence. Um Fourth reason to wear sweatpants, work-life balance. Wear your scraggly sweatpants to the office. You'll quickly be offered a, quote, work-from-home agreement, and that's really in the best interest of all concerned parties. Fifth and final reason to wear sweatpants, authority. Put on those comfy sweats and be sure to grab a clipboard and a whistle. Nobody is going to give you shit today. (laughs) Okay, well, if you got a clipboard, let me just say you have the perfect prop to command a room. Like in the MML studios, right here. Just walk in, slap that board down on a table and say, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you say. Today you'll learn, uh, you thankless Slobs will learn the rules of spike ball. You will become more than you ever imagined was possible. Slam the clipboard again. You will spike. You will ball. That's how you do it. You want to be a leader? Don't go to Harvard Business School. Invest in a clipboard and tune in to MML. Mail, 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 mail. Mail today is from Disappointed in Detroit. Says, Pete, need your opinion on my long-distance relationship. I was dating this person, and it was going great. Then COVID kicked in, and yet we were still able to keep our relationship going. Then, when the lockdowns were lifted, I thought we would immediately get together in person. Thing is, she said, not yet. Like, she didn't feel comfortable because of the pandemic, and I could understand. COVID's got a lot of people sick and more, so I just played it cool. Okay, this makes sense so far. Then, on Instagram, I saw where people had tagged her in pictures out at parties with other guys, and even worse than I can say. (laughs) Jeez. Well, Detroit, you didn't have to censor yourself. MML is a fully open environment, and quite frankly, I wish you would have included the tawdry details because I'm getting really fucking bored with this email. 
Detroit continues. Pete, I know this sounds bad, but she swears the Instapics are all AI generated. I know you are an AI expert, so please let me know your thoughts. Thanks, D&D. Look, as a full-blown AI expert and award-winning satirist, I'm duty-bound to give you my professional opinion. What happened here is a clear-cut case of reverse prompt engineering and data manipulation of a large language model instance, which I will not name, using a Postgres tool and various APIs to reverse engineer deception techniques in order to publish images generated using a generative training model, thus ruining your fucking relationship. Actually, Detroit, you were taken for a ride. It happens to many, many people, these AI tools. They kind of came out of nowhere. As Norm MacDonald once said, it came all in a sudden. It's like if you went to Alaska and you saw a glacier and the tour guide was like, hey, this glacier is shrinking by, you know, 0.05% per year. And all of a sudden you're laughing at the guide. You're all hopped up on coffee and painkillers. And then suddenly the glacier is capsizing and there's tidal waves and people frantically driving around in Teslas trying to find charging stations because they all wasted their battery power in a race against Pete Z and now they're weeping openly. Isn't that the kind of the same thing we're talking about, Detroit? Can't you see the obvious connections between a long-distance relationship and a glacier? This whole AI thing is like catfishing on steroids. You know, it's bad, and I fear... Honestly, these LLMs and generative AI tools are currently being used on Pete Z as well. Yeah. In my case, what happened was I had this old friend. We'll call him Danny because his name is actually Danny. Okay? We'll call the first one Surf Danny because he's a master surfer. He's a strategist. He's a front man with incredible stage presence. He's an amazing person. The problem is... I had this other friend, and guess what his name is? That's right, his name is also Danny. That's a different person. We'll call this uh, Danny, we'll call him Comedy Danny, because he's a comic, and he's actually quite good, very hardworking, and damn good writer, too, if I must say. You've heard some of his stuff on MML. The problem is he always sends it in on a burner account, like PeteZDBQ100 at Yahoo.com, something like that. Anyway, so you... In my case, you got Surf Danny and Comedy Danny. Two different people, different skills, capabilities, or so it seems. In the age of AI, you have to consider, right? Deep fakes, holograms and such. So this gets me thinking. What if Surf Danny and Comedy Danny were the same fucking person? I never saw both of them at the same time. Actually, they look kind of similar. Both very smart. Both have an insane side. You see what I'm getting at? For example, I've seen one of them sprinting down a city street naked. It's a good foot, foot speed, by the way, if you think about it. I've seen the other one get up in front of people and start shrieking about, ba- ba- uh, what is it, basketball moms <laughs> wearing MAGA hats. The only difference between Surfer Danny and Comedy Danny are body weight, facial hair, and tattoos. Body weight, you can fucking fake that easily. Just watch the, the movie The Whale. Facial hair, also easily faked. I Myself, Pete Z used to wear a fake goatee up to Philadelphia. Just walking around the city operating under the pseudonym Bill. Bill. 
Yeah, but the tattoos are great. It's a little bit harder, but it's totally fucking possible. The only conclusion I can scientifically arrive at is that Surf Danny and Comedy Danny is a, they're the same person. And that person rep- represents what it represents is the singularity. There is no Surfer Danny. There's no Comedy Danny. There's only AI Danny. And this isn't some fucking conspiracy theory. It's not some sick joke. Now, this AI Danny, to me, reflects the first true AI with consciousness. Nobody fucking, nobody said it had to be a killer robot or some deep mystic sage, right? Nobody said. I'll keep using the fucking sound effect because it's fucking weird. Nobody said AI couldn't be a person riding a surfboard and telling dick jokes. Pete Z sounds like. Well, good. That cleared out the fucking studio here. Now it's just me and the coffee. These fuckers are all afraid of AI. <laughs> all right. The Pete Z sounds like this week is from Dave Krepel. Okay, comedy pals, why do we need to use cheap humor to degrade other comedians and comics? Chappelle would never degrade anyone. Well, he actually did, yeah. <laughs> he actually did. I, I talked myself out of it. I love most of his comedy, you know. I, I'm going to come out with a fucking list of Pete Z's top comedians. It's going to be the best list ever. Anyway, Pete Z sounds like a minor character in a movie that some people are praying gets thrown down a flight of stairs. It says some people equals all viewers in the age three through 89 demographic. PZ sounds like a paranoid idiot who calls his cell phone provider with accusations that the phone is tracking his location. Put your phone in airplane mode, dipshit. (laughs) That's not practical. PZ sounds like a YouTube minister whose sermons bemoan the addictive demonic YouTube algorithm. Meanwhile, he's checking his view stats every five minutes. (laughs) That's probably about right. PZ sounds like a man who supports bestiality. What? Dude, you can't teach an old dog to turn tricks. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. PZ sounds like an agricultural scientist bought and paid for by big corn. Enjoy your congenital heart failure, Pete. <laughs> That's a bit cruel. Why can't a person have a few handfuls of pudding in peace? Okay, is it AI? Or is it real? The problem is, it's getting a hell of a lot harder to tell what's real. If you start to think about it, it can make your head spin. For example, uh, from the Velveteen Rabbit, here I have a quote. What is real, asked the rabbit. Real isn't how you're made, said the skin horse. (laughs) Okay, if someone can write a fictional work with a character called the skin horse and sell that as a child's book in 1922... You tell me what kind of reality we are occupying here. I mean, everyone now accepts that AI unicorns are real because of the work of this very podcast. But a hundred-year-old skin horse, the lines are beginning to get blurred. It's fucking weird. A downtrodden in Detroit or wherever fucking email or call themselves, they can't see reality. Meanwhile, myself, I'm faced with a Danny dilemma. My only hope is that AI Danny doesn't turn into a fucking killer robot. I hope the AI keeps having Danny do funny stuff to entertain me, like dressing up like a pirate, doing CrossFit workouts, and simultaneously quoting Charles Bukowski. That kind of stuff. I'm down with that. 
Pete, how did this cruel situation arise? Well, it started back in the 20, in the pandemic with the lockdowns that changed everything. For AI, COVID, the pandemic was like a, like a magic, like a magician's sleight of hand, you know? Look over here. It's just a fucking global pandemic. Look over at it. While everyone's distracted fighting about masks and toilet paper, what's happening? The AI is gaining in strength. It's like a prisoner in a maximum security prison. I've talked about it before. It's in there doing push-ups. That's the analogy. And they're bench pressing, squatting, training, meditating, focusing. AI getting ripped. Now, post-pandemic, what changed? Now, the AI came out of oblivion. All of a sudden, it's a thing. You want to talk about conspiracies? Just a year ago, AI was like a joke. <laughs> oh, it's just a fucking rules engine. It's fucking harmless. Yeah, AI, AI has no valid use case. And then a pandemic lockdowns, nobody on the streets, vaccines come out, return to normalcy. You know, all clear. Never mind the new omniscient companion that's with us now. It's just a, an LLM. Just, it's like a smart speaker, a phone. Just recording everything you speak. Developing solutions to problems you didn't know you have. Just like Danny, right? Only now, Pete Z can't tell if there's two Dannys, one Danny, or if it's all just a mirage. <laughs>